Luciana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. I just want you to know that you do have options when it comes to healing. Welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. How y'all doing out there? You good? You surviving? You thriving? How's this airy season treating you so far? Hmm? You uh, you out there choosing violence? <laughs> Luckily, airy season hasn't affected me in that way, but it has just like lit a fire under my ass and made me want to do all the things. So. You know, I've already spoken about how I'm working out finally, Um, which, you know, it's not that I wasn't mobile at all, because thank God I have Lennox, like I consistently walk him. But Aries season for sure brought in that that fire, like that strong masculine energy that makes I don't want to beat anybody up, but I just do want to. Um, exert more force <laughs> with with my workouts. So there's that. Uh, but I hope I hope you guys aren't choosing violence. I mean, I mean, I guess there, there's a time and a place. I I don't live your life, but evolved versions, you know, evolved versions of yourself don't all the way have to slap people or choose violence. You could choose violence with your words. Just you know. You don't have to say much at all. Or you could choose violence by not saying anything. You know, that that goes a long way sometimes too. Especially if you hit that block button. That's violence to me. Throwing a block party. When you hit that block button, that is violence to me. Because like nobody wants to be ignored, right? <laughs> nobody wants to feel like they're not being heard. Oh, mm. That's me reading myself for filth again. But yeah, like if you if you need to throw a block party, by all means do it for your mental health. I'm here for it. I fully support throwing block parties. I've spoken on it before. I support it. I support you in that decision. It's a great way to protect your peace. Do it to it. And Mercury retrograde season is coming up soon anyway. So you might you might want to go ahead and hit that block button. Go ahead and like do it in advance now. This is your heads up, you know? And again, Mercury retrograde, travel, technology, and communication. Those X's are going to come back. And then, hey, big head. Hey, strength. When is Future's album coming out, actually? Because, <laughs> I mean, that would be fitting if his album's coming out during Mercury and retrograde. I won't get into that because I'm not in the future hive, but something to consider. You know, the way these cosmic events line up. But anyway, enough about that. Today's episode, you know, somebody messaged me recently and was asking who that was on my podcast that says that some shit Shiana says. And although I can quite do a, uh, a British accent pretty, pretty well, um, even though it, it sounds quite posh, like I've, I've got a lot of money, you know, I'm here for that as well. Um, but anyway, that's actually my mum, Pat. Pat Rivers is my mummy, and she is the one that says that's some shit Shiana says. So, 
I actually figured I would make this whole episode about shit Shiana says. Because, you know, this is this might be something This might have like a part two, part 27. I'm not sure because I say a lot of shit sometimes. Um, so these are just phrases that I figured I'd throw in the mix because I've said them a lot. And I just wanted to jumble them all up in, in an episode for you to digest. By the way, I did Google when the future album was coming out. And it's coming out April 29th, which is uh, right right on time for Mercury in Retrograde. The next Mercury in Retrograde is May 10th. And if you are familiar with them, uh, there's usually the pre-shadow period. So that's usually a couple weeks before the official start of Mercury Retrograde. And then the shadow period after it ends. So it's like two more weeks of fuckery after it ends. So... You know, I don't know if if his marketing team planned that on purpose or he knows what he's doing. He is a Scorpio. So they are um, they are strategic in their ways. So I've I've heard and seen myself on a personal note. Um, So, yeah, watch out for Mercury in retrograde in May. But anyway, Shishiana says, let's do it. So, okay, so first things first. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. Meditate. You know, every single episode I say meditate and hydrate. Uh, And I was actually a guest on a podcast just recently with Heather on her Let's Talk Meditation podcast. Um, Hey, Heather, shout out to her again. Thanks again for having me. And we discussed meditation practice and what, what it was like for me and how I evolved with my meditation practice. And I I probably haven't even talked about that much on here. Like, it's not like I've always been some meditation guru. Like, it it took time. And I actually was talking with my trainer, um, Naomi, about how, you know, I'm at a time now where I've done so well at mastering stillness and growing strength in stillness that now my my new um, challenge is getting stronger with movement. And mastering more movement in my life. So I feel like, you know, a lot of times the spiritual people are still (laughs) and the worky outy people aren't all the way able to meditate or they're not all the way able to do some of the other work that a lot of the spiritual people dive into because it's not all the way their medicine. Some of the medicines that are my medicine aren't the medicines for everybody else. And So I was like, gosh, like, I don't all the way see people that are like, you know, a great balance of both. And, you know, we all have our journeys and maybe not everybody's supposed to be a balance of both, but that's my goal. Like, I want to be a good balance of both. I want to be a good balance of stillness and movement and find the strength in both of those. So meditation for sure helped me over the years grow a lot stronger mentally, because if you can't sit with your own thoughts... (laughs) You know, you got you got a whole challenge of of fuckery ahead of you in life, in your day to day routines, like all of it. Because if you can't master your thoughts, you can't master a lot. You know, like and that's the biggest challenge, or it was the biggest challenge for me, even with working out before, because it's a discipline, right? And I mentioned before that my child or my goal now is to strengthen my solar plexus out of all of the other chakras right now. And that's discipline. And I was able, I was like, you know, I've, I've been able to master, like I was able to teach my dog how to get beer out the fridge that took regular 
training, that took routine, that took consistency. And, you know, I can give myself that same challenge. I can give myself those same, that same love. Let me not even say challenge. Like consistency is self-care. And you know I'm here for self-care. So (laughs) consistency is definitely self-care because it doesn't matter if you do some self-care one day and then don't ever do it again, right? You got to be consistent with it to make it a routine, to make it a habit, to make it a ritual even, but you got to be consistent with it. So on the Let's Talk Meditation podcast with Heather, one of the things that we did discuss was, you know, a lot of people talk about how they get in their heads, which meditation is, you know, we're sitting with our heads, (laughs) but a lot of people get in their heads and they're like, oh, I can't quiet my thoughts or, uh, you know, I can't do it right. I can't do it for too long, blah, 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 blah. And one of the things that I had to point out was like a lot of these practices, just like, you know, this podcast itself is about different healing techniques and modalities and different healing journeys and different approaches to it. It's the same for meditation. Like there's more than one way to do it. And if one way doesn't work for you or, you know, but again, you got to practice it and be consistent with it to see whether or not it's going to work over time. But if sitting in stillness and complete silence isn't your jam, then try a guided meditation. If that's not your jam, try walking meditation. If that's not it either, try candle gazing or, you know, like even my nature walks, those are a form of meditation, but like you've got to be consistent with it and you've got to make it a practice to see the benefits from it. So don't just think that meditation is just sitting and alming the whole time with your eyes closed. No, because even when I went and toured a, uh, a temple <laughs> and sat with a monk, gosh, that seems so long ago. Um, we like did a practice meditation and I was showing how to sit correctly. And the meditation, we had our eyes open. And I was like, people, people meditate with their eyes open? Like we see one thing on TV or in pictures or on the internet or whatever. Me saying in pictures made me sound hella old just now. In the, in the pictures. Um, but like that's not real life. There's so many other ways that you can approach it. There's so many other ways that you can make it your own thing. You know, like I, for for my personal preference, I like playing healing frequencies and I like certain guided meditations by certain practitioners. Like I'm very particular about voices. So if there's like a speech barrier, uh, you know, even like a cultural barrier with that, then I'm too focused on the pronunciation of the words. I'm too focused on the enunciation. Like I can't, it, it distracts me too much. It takes away from it. So sometimes I would just rather listen to music or healing frequencies, um, you know, based on what my end goal is. So keep that in mind. There's not just one way to meditate. So if you're looking into making it a consistent practice, try other types of meditation and see what works for you. Um, also, on the on the podcast with Heather, one of one of her listeners said that my voice sounded like butter. So you can't tell me shit now. I mean, you couldn't already, but now like you really can't. And plus I'm gemming a lot now. So like you really, really, really can't. Okay. You really can't tell me shit this year. All right. Just, just so you know, don't try to, cause I, I can't hear it. Okay. Uh, anyway, next up. Um, oh yeah. Also I'll put it in my show notes. Uh, the 
one meditation that I did for, I did it like 26 out of the 30 days that I strived to do, but it's a Bob Proctor abundance meditation. And I'll put that in the show notes. It is a great one. It is guided. So again, if you can sit through it, it's like, it's about 20 minutes, but if you just fast forward to like a little mi- over three minutes, that'll be the start of it. So it's like a 17 minute meditation, but it's a good one. And I did that one consistently and saw results. But again, these things all just require consistency. So keep that in mind. Anyway, next up, hydrating. I'm not even going to like, I'm not even going to make a big thing about this because I've, I've talked about it several times. You already know that you need to be drinking water. You know, you do. And I remember like I was at the nail salon recently and the woman doing my nails, like I almost almost wanted to snatch my hands away from her. Like, like, no, who are you? She said she had an addiction to, I don't know if it was Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow. Do they still make Mellow Yellow? I feel like it was Mountain Dew. I haven't seen Mellow Yellow in forever. I haven't seen Mountain Dew in forever. Just goes to show you like what, what things that aren't in my, in my realm these days. Um, But she said that she she was one of those that doesn't like the taste of water or something, which, duh, it's like it, it's not supposed to have a taste um, all the way. That's probably a good sign. But that she just really preferred Mountain Dew. And that was her that was her thing. And I was like, oh, I mean, some water sometimes? Like, you're going to eat. And she was black. But I was like, you know, you want to stay looking young? You might want to hydrate, though, okay? <laughs> you know, like, black don't crack, but... You got to hydrate it. I feel like, you know, I feel like it's black don't crack with an asterisk. Make sure you hydrate and apply lotion. You know, it's it's not for everybody. Anyway, uh, again, I'm not going to get into all the other details with hydrating because, you know, you know better. Also, I know we've I've had a whole water episode on here, too, with my access bars teacher. So if you need to go revisit that and get some more lessons, do that. Or there's plenty of videos on the internet about the waters that you should and shouldn't drink uh, because a lot of them are just tap water and fancy bottles. So keep those things in mind as well. But the important thing is to fucking hydrate. Hydrate. Just drink some fucking water. And like we're mostly made of water. And that's my elevator pitch too. Whenever I tell people about Reiki things, if I do Reiki water for them, like if I place energy in the water and then they're like, oh my gosh, it does taste different or there's bubbles or it's cooler or it's warmer or whatever the case. I'm like, so if our bodies are mostly made of water and you see the difference in, you know, tasting water after I've put Reiki energy in it, you know, imagine what happens to your body when you receive Reiki and then everybody's like, ooh. So yeah, anyway, write that shit down. Write that shit down. Write that shit down. Write that shit down. I know I say it all the time. Again, this whole episode is all the things that I say all the time. And uh, actually what prompted some of this was my interview with Heather because she said she commended me for the way I break things down. She was like, you know, you say things so simply for us to take in. And I was like, oh, thank you. Because like a lot of times when I'm talking, I'm just talking, but I don't realize. And a lot of times I'm also trying not to because I know I talk about some wild shit. (laughs) And I know there's like a range from, you know, I talk about my aliens. I talk about human design And like, when I say some of these things in the same paragraphs, it sounds wild to me. Like, what the fuck am, what the fuck am I talking about? But then I know that there's some listeners that are listening and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
And like, as long as I'm, I'm still getting to them, then I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But I know there's still some listeners that are like, I want to understand what she's saying. So I'm like, okay, how can I, how can I break this down? That makes it make sense. Cause I want it to make sense for me too. And that's why, like, I know so much about subjects because I study them so hard to make it make sense. And then it's like, how the fuck do I break this down for everybody else now? Because I like, I like uh, bullet points. My Mercury and Sagittarius situation, I don't like long-winded responses. Give me the bullet points. Tell me what I need to know. Tell me like the, you know, wham, bam. Like, let's, I need to, I need to know the bullet points so I know how to handle things from here. Um, so yeah, write that shit down. I have got a video on my Instagram page. I've posted it several times, but you can go revisit it again and again if you would like uh, on just like how I write things down myself. And that includes writing it in the present tense, like as if it's already happening. Um, Actually feeling the emotions behind what you're writing down. So don't just, you know, write down a thought, like actually sit with the thought and how it makes you feel. And I know whenever I've spoken about this before, Sometimes I've written shit down and like I get teary-eyed writing it. Like it feels so real. Like it it feels so close. You know, like I'm like, oh, like it's right there. I know I can I know it is right there and I'm I'm like on the cusp of it. So when I'm writing things down and I and I get teary-eyed or I cry like a little bit, um, because I'm a thug, so I only cry a little bit when I write things down. But that's how I know I'm I'm doing something. That's all I know, because I can really feel that emotion. I'm really like tapped into the emotion behind the action of my manifesting. So, and then the other part with the writing shit down is for those with control issues, I'm talking to you Virgos as well. Um, Don't worry about the how. That part is what really fucks, still to this day, still fucks with my head because you write things down and you're like, there's, I have no fucking clue how this is going to happen. Like, this seems outrageous. This seems wild. Like, why, how would this even come to be? Like, that's, see, you say how, and then it's like, yeah, you don't need to know. You don't need to know the how. Like, the way things line up cosmically, it's just, just ridiculous how some of the things take place sometimes. So don't worry about the how. Write it in present tense. Feel the emotions. Don't worry about the how. Those are just, again, you know, I like my bullet points. So those are bullet points to to keep in mind. But uh, write that shit down. Write it down. Write it down. Especially and particularly on new moons or like whenever it comes to you. But new moons are a good time because new moons are new blessings. New moons, new beginnings, new manifestations. And full moons are a time to let that shit go. So um, another thing. I say this a lot to my clients and and to myself. <laughs> um but you know, as somebody who has been at some point I was on Wellbutrin for my anxiety and um I've been on Adderall for ADHD. Like I have had my my ups and downs with medication over the years for things that I thought were wrong. Um and You know, like at the end of the day, like what has been taught to us over all of these years about, you know, 
just our need to be productive or our need to be doing all the time, even the the way some of these things like the sto- I was even thinking earlier today about some, you know, like coffee shops, their hours are when we are, you know, at work, our work, our nine to five hours, because people don't need coffee shops at nighttime, right? Of course. So just like the way things are structured around our lives to to almost make us addicted to wanting to do more and to be able to produce more. So like get caffeine to do more and, you know, go and work longer hours because you can do more and pick up this overtime because you can't like, we're always taught to do more instead of sitting still. And we're always taught that this is the right way, (laughs) whatever way it was, taught to us that's the right way instead of figuring out a way that works for ourselves. And I mean, I'm saying that for myself too with what I teach. Like I teach what works for me, right? I teach what works for me. Even meditation practices, like I give I give some options, but like there might be another one that I didn't even list that you guys are like, what? She didn't even, she didn't even talk about that one. See, that's what works for you. And like do your reading, do your research. But like at the end of the day, there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And that comes from like what you can produce or not produce. That comes from, you know, the way you look or or don't look. And it came to me recently just like how much body shaming we've received over the years because of society's expectations of, I don't even know. Like when I look at like the 90s pictures of, you know, the ideal model shape, that like everybody looked sick. And if that was like a goal now, people would question things again. And I'm glad that there's been an evolution of of that and what's realistic because even still, there's still um Photoshop and airbrushing galore. I still remember when that Mariah Carey album came out and everybody was like, Oh, this is hella photoshopped. Hella photoshopped. And Like, this is somebody who is very, very famous and should give no fucks what people think of their image. But, like, that has just been what has has been pushed on us over the years. So I was even thinking, like, a lot of the women, especially, like, I know a lot of the women that follow me on Instagram and that I follow on Instagram, I feel like there's probably even, like, a spectrum of body dysmorphia. Probably, like, I feel like there's a spectrum for a lot of things. But I do feel like there's probably a spectrum for body dysmorphia, like, Because at some point, we all thought there is something not right with my shape or the shape of this. Which, by the way, speaking of like the shape of things, I just learned the other day that there there's like parts that you can get women. You can you can order things to make it look like you have a camel toe. What? What? I don't know if it's like a a mold? I'm not really sure, but you can get a thing that makes it look like you have a camel toe. Like if you got a, if you got a bony puss, <laughs> a bony puss, you can, why, like, why is that an, op- I mean, I know why it's an option, but all these years here, I was like trying to conceal my, my friend Nikki calls it a cameo. All these years <laughs> I was trying to conceal my cameo and there's people out here like buying things to make it look like they have a cameo. Like if that says anything, just stand in your glory <laughs> of whatever you look like and enjoy it and embrace it, especially over the last couple of years surviving a pandemic. Like our bodies go through so much, especially as women. But like generally speaking, our bodies go through a lot. Like de- 
from what we eat to like what we put it through to the lack of rest or too much rest or just you know, over the years, like, have you just really sat and thought of all the things your body has done for you <laughs> and what you've done within your body over the years? It's a lot. Like it, it's a, it's a walking miracle for what your body goes through. So anyway, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. Keep that in mind. And that goes the same with when, you know, people want to try out different divination tools or oracle cards or, you know, I, you know, I love my spirit animal book, like, and everybody else loves my spirit animal book too. But, you know, going to readers or going to other people, just outside advice in general, when at the end of the day, all of this information is within you. All of it is, all of it, every single thing, of, <laughs> every single thing that you're seeking is already within you. The answers, the, the requests, the like, it's all, it's all inside. Like you don't have to go to an outside source for it. So again, when you realize there's nothing wrong with you, then that all overflows into the rest of that. And you realize you don't need other things to fulfill what you already have within you. Uh, next up, this is a big one for me too, because I'm very, I'm very good with, um, this is a personal, this is like a human design thing for me. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad this had an explanation. I see a lot of things in black and white, uh, but remove the absolutes from your regular vocabulary. You know, a lot of times like I'll have a session with somebody um, or I'll tell them, you know, maybe they, they reach out with a question and I give a response and they say, oh, is that good or bad? Or even if I'm doing like a Reiki session and I say, oh, you know, this energy center is blocked. This one was really open. This is the information I got from this center. And one of the questions, is that good or bad? And like, there's, there's not you know, good and bad. Again, spectrums. These things are on spectrums. Spectrums. Like Making them absolutes just, it places judgment on them. But if you remove the absolutes, then again, I've, I've mentioned it before. My favorite word to use instead of these things are interesting. And I know a few other people in this community uh, also use the word curious a lot. You know, these are, these are things that give a lot more room for wonder, instead of just labeling it good or bad. So if you can remove the absolutes, that'll help a lot. And it'll also just, you know, allow these other things to, the other information that comes with what you're questioning. You know, if you label it as good or bad, that immediately cuts it off. Just like when people say, I don't know. (laughs) If you say, I don't know, it cuts off the information that you, you know within you from coming to you. So Removing absolutes will help you a ton in this journey, whatever phase of it you are in. Um, Do what you want. Do what you want. But do no harm. So I remember there was a post a while back that said, like, you know, sis, all the rules are fake. Do you? And I was like, yes. And then (laughs) One of my friends was like, but I mean, I get what you're saying, but there are rules, right? Like there's, there's some rules. And I was like, yeah, okay, you're right. There, there's some rules, you know, there are like, there's, there's fine print. There's an asterisk there. But so that's why I was like, mm, let me just put this with do what you want, but do no harm. 
because yeah, a lot of the rules are fake, you know, <laughs> like again, the standards that we have been placed in or the standards we set for ourselves, ridiculous standards, especially if you're a Capricorn or an only child, um, these standards that we place for ourselves are just w- pretend and, you know, some of the expectations that we have for ourselves and others are just ridiculous as well. So do what you want. Like if it makes you happy and you're not harming anybody, do what the fuck you want to do. Do what the, like, do what you want to do. And I know one of those things, for example, is I think it's silly. This is a personal, personal opinion here, but I think it's silly when people post things on their Instagram and blur out like the word fuck. Like go ahead and say fuck if you want to say fuck. And as I'm saying this, this is me reading myself again. I know I've said it before that I don't want to, I don't want my mom seeing some of the things I talk about about sex. <laughs> I know I've said it and I could still do it, but that's a growing lesson for me personally. Um, but it, I don't know if people are concerned that somebody's going to unfollow them if they put the word fuck on their story or shit or something. I don't know. Like what, what do you think is going to happen? And if they fo- if they unfollow you, then are your feelings going to be hurt? Because you used profanity and somebody was offended by it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the nerve. What what will I do with myself? No, fuck that. Grow up. If you want to say fuck, say fuck. Very balanced throat chakra energy. Say fuck all you want. Um... Another shit Shiana says, say thank you. Practice some gratitude. Say thank you. And even if you don't know what to say thank you for, just say thank you. Just say thank you out loud. Just say thank you out loud. And the more you're expressing gratitude, the more you're bringing in blessings. Like I have seen it personally happen. I'll go on my walk with Lennox and sometimes I'll just say thank you out loud. (laughs) Thank you for my legs. I know I was in the gym yeah, because mm-hmm, I can say that these days. I was in the gym earlier and I was like, <sighs> I saw somebody in there in a wheelchair and I don't know her, her situation. I have no idea. I don't know a lot of people's situations. Nobody knows everybody's situation, right? And I just remember thinking like, again, just how grateful I was to be in the body I'm in, to have working legs, to have working arms, just to have a mobile body. And and then I I almost got teary-eyed in the gym because I was like, my God, like here I was like abandoning, you know, actually utilizing all of these skills and gifts and abilities that I have and like how rude and disrespectful to my own self for that. Again, these expectations we put on ourselves, but that's my journey there. But just like, thank you. Just practice some gratitude of what, where you're, where you might be right now, where you were before, like how much you've grown from it, because I know you've grown. God, I hope so anyway. (laughs) But, you know, I look at some of the posts that come up from a year ago and I'm like, gosh, like I'm, I'm doing things that I said I was going to do. And like things have changed the way I have wanted them to. And like, sometimes you just got to stop and realize how much has changed and how much you've done um, and, and practice gratitude for it all. So that also brings me to my next one. 
celebrate all of your wins. Celebrate all your wins. Like for me, for instance, just recently, I was in the Columbia Metropolitan Magazine. Thank you. Shout out to me for that. Yay. And that's a win. And again, that's, that is something I wrote down. I want to be more visible this year. And I was like, ah, I didn't, I didn't specify with my manifestation. Like I should have said, (laughs) but again, learning experiences here. I should have said I wanted to be more visible with my work, with my knowledge, you know, those things. And so again, learning the universe likes specificity. I wasn't specific enough. So it's like, oh, yay, look, I'm in a magazine and yay, it's my name and it's my face and it's a big old page, but also like you didn't get specific. So like you're a model, you're like you're a, you're a published model now or whatever, but like that's not really what you wanted. Um, so yay, it's still a win. It is still a giant win and I'll take it. I'm here for it. But I'm gonna get a little more specific next time with my with my uh, co-creation. Um Hope you're listening out there, um, you know, for my co-creation. I'm going to get more specific next time. <laughs> so, and then the last one for today anyway, because, you know, again, I might have a part 27, 34. I'm not sure yet. We'll see where it goes. Go outside. Go outside. Please just go outside. And if you are a pollen sufferer like myself, I got some solutions for you. I have recommended it before. I I go to a local botanica here. It's called Solomon's Temple. And I get, it's basically some herbs that they blend together. And it's great for allergies. This one in particular is mullen and nettle, which are great for inflammation. Um, so on top of like it helping my allergies, I'm sure it's great for muscle recovery too. And amongst all kinds of other health benefits that I, I don't feel like listing, I'm sure. Um, and I'll do my neti pot if I need to. I haven't had to do the neti pot in a while. I probably should because like it's good maintenance. Um, but if anybody, if anybody should complain about seasonal allergies, it's me. It is me. And I've left my, like my porch door open because it's been beautiful outside, but I've been wiping my coffee table down every day because it, (laughs) it's covered in pollen at the end of the day. Um, but there, you know, if you if you do want to take the Zyrtec Flonase route, that's the route I used to take. You know, everybody's got their own journey in due time. I wanted to get off of those. So I found that n- nettle and mullen are great for me. Um, also, bee pollen is another option. And that's good for your allergies too. Local bee pollen local bee pollen. I know for in Columbia, South Carolina, there's a place Garner's. That's where I got mine. But a lot of markets and whatnot can offer local bee pollen. So those are good things for allergies. Um, And also getting to your gut health. Like I make sure I take a daily probiotic. um, But a lot of allergies, a lot of allergy related issues begin in the gut. And that was something that we weren't, you know, taught about enough was gut health growing up. But it is important. And we talk about, you know, the responsibilities and uh, whatnot of the heart and the mind, the brain, but the gut is its own system itself. So we have to address gut health and that for sure helps your allergies amongst a slew of other things, your intuition, uh, your, your posture, your, you know, energetically, your discipline, because the 
you should know that I know these solar plexus things. So again, now I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> get here again? Go outside. Um, go outside. It is good for clearly it's good for your solar plexus as long as you're taking your allergy meds. But I mean, even if you're not big into working out, because I'm I'm honestly not, but there's so many mental and physical benefits for going for a walk outside. The vitamin D, you know, that's also great for you right now. So you're going to increase your energy levels. You're going to increase your happiness. And we need some of that right now. So go outside. Go outside for a walk. If you don't want to walk, just go outside for a little bit. Let the sun hit your face. Get that vitamin D. Get those energy levels up. And it'll make a world of difference for you. Um, and last up, last up, be intentional. Be intentional. And like, this is still for me, I don't want to say the, the most challenging because, you know, I'll read myself for filth often. But, you know, I still often say, gosh, like, I should have been more intentional or I could be more intentional. So every day is a day of learning. But, you know, for instance, I start my day before I pick up my phone. I thank God when I first wake up. So I'm intentional when I first wake up. Um, from there, things things can, you know, change throughout the day. But I have my, I have my routines in the morning um, about how I'm planning things out for the day. And some of the things I want to say, I'm more intentional about. Um, but even with Reiki, Reiki taught me a lot about being more intentional. And I, I even spoke about this recently about how there was a time that I had a client. I'd never seen her face. I didn't know what she looked like. I'd never met her. And it was the first time that I had a client that I, those were the circumstances. And I was like, oh my gosh, is it going to work? I hope it works. I, I hope it works. Cause I'd never had that experience before. And that was one of my most powerful sessions that I'd ever had. And I think just because that belief was so strong, like, well, it's gotta work. <laughs> it's gotta work. And it did. So being intentional can just be life-changing because you just see just how much you can manifest with how you speak, how you move, the things that you write down. You know, like, I don't have to beat that into your head too much, but just be intentional. And if if you're new to being intentional, just start small. You know, you can be intentional with your gratitude. You can be intentional with scheduling things for yourself, scheduling playtime, scheduling you know, five minutes of Zen, just be intentional with it and be consistent about it. Uh, Cause again, it's consistency is self-care. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for today. I think maybe let's, uh, again, I can go on and on. Cause I, I, Shiana says a lot of shit, but I think, I think those, those are the, the key pieces today. I feel like I, I could do a whole nother shit, Shiana says, one day. But um, that's it for now. Uh, coming up, I'm going to be in Atlanta in May. So look out for that. I'll be offering my services at a functional medicine location. I'm excited about it. So a lot of my Atlanta people have asked me to come out there at some point, And I was like, okay, all right, let me see what I can do. Because at first I was going to travel to homes, but... Atlanta's so all over the place. So I was like, if I could just find a location, that would be ideal. So yes, I will be in Atlanta May 5th and 6th at a functional medicine location. 
If you want to get in to see me, let me know. I'm excited about it. Um, Cause I can see, I can see me traveling to some other spots and doing these pop-up situations. So I'm, I'm excited. This, this feels like the start of something bigger. Um, also, I have a Reiki class coming up. If you are interested in that, let me know. And uh, those meditation in the park events, I'm having another one of those. My next one is actually um, May 1st. It's a Sunday evening. So if you can make that, look out for that information as well. And those will be every other Sunday. Um, I'm looking forward to those because we had a good time with it last time. The weather was beautiful and the park that we we meditate in, like it's a cute little park. So look out for those events. Um, Reiki class, Atlanta, meditation in the park. And I'm sure I'll have some other events in person as well soon. Um, I'm looking forward to those because <laughs> one, we need to be playing outside in between these waves of Corona that we pretend it is gone now. And um, two, you know, it's, it is a good time to be building community and to be having community events together. So um, I do enjoy those and I do enjoy connecting people together as well. Like, you know, that's what I do. It's, it's fun for me. It's part of my, my mission here. So if I can do it, I want to do it. So look it out, look out for all of those events and, um, reach out to me if you have any questions. I will have some of this information in the show notes again. And, uh, I look forward to, um, chatting with you guys next time with my butter voice with my butter voice. That's enough. Okay. Uh, Until next time, remember to meditate and hydrate. Bye, holisticrats. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 